What's up? So full disclosure, we are three idiots talking about all kinds of things, generally under the influence. With that said, we are all for equal rights for all. You do you, boo-boo. And we hope when you listen, everything translates to comedy as we always intend. Now get ready to get fucking dumber with us. There's no judges in the fight. They came out with the rules. How does that work? I don't know, dude. Just it just it doesn't make sense. Let me look it up. Let me look. Yes. Not fucking stand um, up anymore. I there it is. There it is. Okay, so the rules for the Mayweather Paul fight: um, knockout up to the referee's discretion. Uh, eight three-minute rounds. Knockouts are legal. They're wearing 12-ounce gloves, no headgear, no judges, and no official winner read. So it's not even really an official. They're sparring. So this is all just a publicity thing. Yeah, there's no official winner. Like, the ref will say whether or not somebody gets knocked out, but there's no, like... There's no decision. There's no decision at the end of who the winner is. It's essentially we're just watching two guys fight. (laughs) <laughs> Unless one of them gets knocked out, everyone will be like, "Oh yeah, they lo- that person won or that person lost." Is there? Money but it won't go against them. How can there be money on something that can't be officially decided? I don't know. That's still, the thing. I don't know if we can even. I don't know if you can bet on it. They're still getting the clicks. If there's no official winner, then you can't bet on it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think you can bet on it on like. It's just the viewership from sportsbook, but they they are making money because people are still going to buy it. That's dumb. Yeah. But. Just throw. Didn't, didn't he sign up in Showtime? Is he going to start doing Showtime boxing? That is. uh, Okay. So Logan Paul, I think it is, is fighting Floyd Mayweather. Okay. Jake Paul just signed up with Showtimes. He was with, I think, Shriller or something. Okay. So it was terrible. It was awful. Yeah. Um, But he just signed up with Showtimes. To actually fight other legitimate boxers. Well, he's fighting Tyrone Woodley. Um, he was a he used to be the uh, light, not light heavy, the middleweight um, UFC champion. I don't know if it. I don't know if it, what weight class exactly, but he used to be the champion uh, in UFC, and they had some like not that long ago, like maybe two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, Woodley's still in good shape. He's not a Ben Askren. But, um, but yeah, he's so still they, fighting. they're fighting in August. He's, he still hasn't fought a professional boxer. Correct. Correct. Not that I know of, anyways. <laughs> so he hasn't fought a professional boxer, and he's like, how about the best one? <laughs> well, it's a UFC fighter, and he's saying that, like, he's a, I think his thing is the UFC guys are more popular than, like, some scrub of a boxer so he knows that he'll get more money and it'll be more uh of a popular fight if he goes with like a former ufc fighter who's like talking crap like oh i was a ufc fighter that's way better than boxing because you all you do have like yeah. crossover where like boxers will be like oh i can do ufc and then they go in there and get didn't, um, their ass beat didn't mcgregor do that like yeah mcgregor year? went and fought mayweather yeah um and uh, then he it, lost. Then it's and like he always. I thought he looked. Really, he looked respectable in that fight. If you yeah, ask me, yeah. like he looked, he looked decent. I don't know much about boxing. I don't know much about either of them. I know. Honest. I know a decent amount about UFC. I watch it pretty regularly. Um, but 
like he looked pretty respectable in the boxing ring, but I've never seen a boxer come over and look respectable in the UFC. Well, yeah, it's like it's like limitations. It's like it's like UFC is kind of this whole thing, and boxing is like in this in this you know no pun intended in this box, and it's yeah. like you have to clip your skills as an MMA fighter to do that. Like that's everything I've heard about like with with Mayweather is that he's like he's just he's got the boxing down. They're like no matter yeah. if you think you can you can handle it, he's got it. Like he'll play the whole thing out. Like yeah, he's very tactical. Yeah. Uh he's a really good counter boxer. It's good too because you don't have to read when you're boxing, so he's got it down. Yes. You know, that's also plays into his strengths. Yes. I wonder if he couldn't read before boxing or if boxing has just knocked it out of him. Uh hmm, that's a good question. What came first? the illiteracy or the boxing. So if you can't read, do you think that includes numbers? I feel like you have to know what numbers are. I don't know. He sees these contracts. He sees the number on them. Like it's not like he's like, or does somebody read the number for him and be like, that's a big number. (laughs) I think he just looks at the length of the number. Yeah. And he's like, that one's got a good bit of zero on it. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. You could probably trick him and make it like a hundred dollar bill, but put like six cent signs on it, and he'd be like, "Hell yeah, let's do it." I'm surprised that you, Brooks, did not know that um, he couldn't read. I don't follow that kind of shit. Did you? See? It was fifty cents. Yeah, it was that 50 was like, cents bro, read Doctor Seuss to me or shut the fuck no, up. No, yeah, he literally like, <laughs> he posted this big video where he's like talking about like yeah, Floyd May- Floyd Mayweather is saying that. You know, he can read or whatever, and he's like, he's like, what do you say? He's like, I'll put like $50,000 or some wild amount of money to charity if you can read one page of a Harry Potter book. And he never, never hit him back. (laughs) I'm assuming we're recording? Yeah. Okay, cool. Welcome to two weeks notice. Here's some stuff that you should know. We are three idiots who said, hey, let's start a show. Hub's gonna ask weird questions like, would you rather blow Shrek or Pinocchio? If you can't handle that, now is your chance to go, because we are starting our show. That's good. I'm, I hope <laughs> Floyd Mayweather comes and beats our asses. <laughs> uh, if he does, and that would mean good things for the podcast, because that means we have more than four listeners. Yeah, <laughs> but also we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, much respect, Floyd. No, you know, we, we, we're all huge fans. We're not... <laughs> We're not bashing you at all. Somebody say something nice about him. He is strong. Very strong. Yeah, he is strong. He's a strong very, man. Yeah, he's good, good at sport. He's handsome. 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 Why does he need so many bodyguards if he's such a good fighter? Because he he's like he doesn't he don't do it for free. It's for like the status. Be like, don't oh, do it for free. Like yeah yeah. He's don't like do a it prostitute. For free. He's good at what he does, so he's not going to do it for free. How much? Um, every time he throws a punch, how much money? do you think he makes in a fight? Oh, I don't know. He was like the Forbes richest athlete for a really long time. Yeah, like if you put if you look at it from like like a minutes played kind of thing or whatever, it's like insane. Like it's ridiculous. I mean, he just wears his opponents out though, right? Well, yeah, that's he the thing is he's a he's a professional boxer. Like like that's how you box like professionally. Like it's I not mean, just he's 50 like and 0, oh, right? Yeah, he's something ridiculous. He's either I think he's 50 and 0. Yeah, I think the McGregor fight was his 50-0, and 0, um, which is like some record or something. I don't know. Are any of his fights exciting? Yep. Total fights, 50. Total um, wins, 50. Or are they all fucking decisions? Um, no, win, he's got knockout. Wins, wins by knockout, 27. Yeah. Okay, so over 50? Over yeah, 50%? over 50%. Good job. You did it. 
He probably wouldn't be able to figure out those numbers. <laughs> you did it, bro. Thank you. <laughs> did he knock me? Uh, did he knock McGregor out? I don't remember. It was a TKO. I remember. It was a TKO. That's right. Because I remember that fight went long. I remember that fight went long. Because he uh, McGregor was out on his feet. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I do remember that now, like stumbling, bumbling around. And, yeah, but um, which after the fight, Floyd was like, "Yeah, I was just playing with him in the first couple yeah. of times." <laughs> but then once it got going, I was like, "All right, time to end it." Yeah, I don't know if I believe. I don't know if I believe people when they say that. Yeah, you really can't like because like McGregor has knockout power, so. I don't think he would want to play with him if he didn't have to. I think he was gathering his bearings. Like Floyd was never not in control of that fight. Yeah. But um, it's his fight to lose. Yeah, I don't think he was just out there playing with him because I think Floyd's smarter than that. But well, when it comes to boxing, oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's I exactly hope- what I mean though. Is like you're fighting somebody who's that's not their sport. Yeah. Like yeah, so you can't really talk that much shit for winning. I don't, like, th- I don't he, know because McGregor talks a lot of shit. I feel like so, you're allowed, he, but McGregor was the one that stepped out out of his forte. Yeah, if yeah, Mayweather stepped Mc- into the octagon. But that's the thing; he never would. He never, he never would. would. Well, that's totally different. That's that's way different. That is way different. Asking someone who's dedicated their entire life to only using their hands. Yeah. To be like, okay, now I'm allowed to use my feet, and I've dedicated my entire life to. I'm kicking you. I can. I can take you to the ground. I can pick you up and slam you. Yeah. To a guy who's like, okay, I've dedicated my entire life to my hands. Where someone who in UFC, they're also working out their hands. Now the boxer is clearly at the advantage when you go to the boxing ring. Correct. But it's not. It would. The disparity would be way on the other side if a boxer went to UFC. And I mean, that's. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, like I said, I just feel like you can't talk all that shit. Or I celebrate the victory. I think it depends on how much the other person is talking. The other shit. person talks a lot and of McGregor shit. McGregor was McGregor talking was, tons he's, of shit. He was talking wild. So yeah. I think that's warranted, yeah. honestly. And McGregor. But he does that in, in MMA, too, though. Yeah, yeah, but he can back yeah. it up in the MMA because you're, you're fighting other MMA fighters, so everybody's on the same field. But then it's like, it's it, boxing is more of a skilled thing in that regard is it's like you're going from like this wide range of everything to boxing you're narrowing it the hell down there's only so much you can do and this guy who's you know 50 and 0 now that's all he does that's all he does and he's mastered it yeah yeah but um i hope someone who actually is like a huge boxing fan i hope one of our 10 listeners is like a huge boxing fan Mm -hmm. And uh, they're like just cringing at what our takes are <laughs> on on this topic. Let me preface: I don't know if I was if I said it before we hit before we started recording or after. I don't know anything about MMA or boxing, so I these know are a little all, bit about MMA. These are all orange about takes. boxing. Um, I know things. But this leads me to a question: okay. not the question, not the opening question. Okay. Would you give up your literacy? For, uh, let's say, $2 million. No. No, not enough. Oh, dude, I would... Not enough. Not a chance. I think I can barely read as it is. I think I've just memorized a lot of words, as Nick Miller would say. Yeah. Like, that is that is me. Like, I'm pretty sure I've just memorized a lot. Because, I mean, you've guys seen how I spell. 
it's not great. No, it's not. I think so. If, if I was gonna give up my literacy, it would have to be two million dollars a year for a the year? rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm listening. You know, now that you're throwing these out there, it's like you said two million. I'm like, I'm listening. Nowhere near enough. It's got really, be, yeah, just two million dollars. In the scheme of things, that's not that much money. Not a whole lot. Bro, that is a lot of money. I'm 26. Like, you know, thinking about, like, a long life, just $2 million. Bro, I don't think you understand, like, what kind of life you could live off of $2 million. Not a a long one. No, yes, you could. You don't have to live where we're living. You can live a great life off of $2 million. You get $2 million off the rip. You put... One million Where of it. Where am I going? The Philippines? I'm going to the Philippines. No, dude. You can stay dollars. in America. You don't have to, but you can. You get take one million of it. You start. You give it to someone whose job it is to make you more money off of that million dollars. Okay? So now I can't gone. read the fucking phone book to find that person. <laughs> you still can talk, you numbskull. Okay, what am I going to do? I can't. I can't look. You don't have anyone up. in your life where you can go. This is what Floyd Mayweather does. He can't read either. So he goes to other people and he's like, yo, make my money money. You can do that. You can be like, hey, wife, uh, I can't read anymore because I just made us $2 million by giving this shit up. Find someone to take our money and make us more money. Uh, And I'm going to take the other million, pay off our house, and then all we have are our regular bills. No. What do you mean? No. You guys are dumb. I think million, honestly, I think straight up, I think dollars. I think anybody million, who listens to this is going to be like, uh, "Yo, I'm taking no. two million, absolutely. I'm taking two million, and I can't read no more." I think if just two million is where you're like, "Yeah, let's do it," you should probably keep that literacy at that point because <laughs> you could have easily bargained if somebody just came to you and was like, "Hey, uh, if you two million, if you just forget how to read and you're like done," I'm gonna before you you're like, like this baseball yeah, before you're like read anymore. Before Dude. you're just like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, how about you pump those numbers up? Like, let's start a negotiation. Two million, I'm doing it. Like, it's not deal, enough. deal, I'm not enough. Deal or oh no deal, God. deal, bro. If I ever win the lotto and I have an extra two, two million, million. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I am definitely taking that deal. You don't have to work anymore. Yes, yes you, you do. probably no, you do. Don't, dude, dude, for just two million, like literally playing devil's advocate, like if you think about it, that in the scheme of things, I mean, you're what, 28, 29? Like you still got, say, planned 50 years out. 50, 40 years, just two million dollars, you average that out. It's dude, not not good averages. Dude. Plus, you just came into two million, you're gonna be flexing and blowing it on stupid shit. No, I'm not. I'm gonna live my my life essentially the same way I have been. I will Stay where I'm at. This house will be paid off. I have no more mortgage. I have a million dollars that's making me more money. Okay? You can live off of that. You're making the money. The debate is not if you can live off it, because obviously you can live off it. But for me, that's not enough. What do you mean that's not enough? That's not enough. I think that you really... And you you don't even have to quit your job. You can still work if you want to. Well, yeah, you just said that. You're like, you know, yeah, you don't, you don't, well, no, you said something about no, not you can't, you, yeah, you don't have to work, but you can. I think you need to really go through one day and every time you actually read something, <laughs> just make a make tally a, make on a, a sheet. Tally. Yeah. I would, I, I understand that reading is a large part of your life. I'm aware of that, but dude, give me a phone call. Hey, no more texting, babe. Just call me. Okay, that's all it goes to. Okay, that's all she's got to do. My life is the same. 
Hey, you say that. You say that until it's your turn to buy the loadout. You're like, I don't know which one of these things it is. <laughs> okay, I'm not buying the loadout anymore, boys. I'm dropping my cash. How can you even find it if you can't read it? I can see pictures. It's hieroglyphics, you dumb fuck. <laughs> I already know the button layout. Yeah, but you don't know how much money you have because you can't read your numbers. You can read numbers. He just sees the extra digit no, and he's anymore. like... more. You're illiterate. You can't read numbers. That's not being illiterate, dude. What is that called? That's called Go ahead. something else. <laughs> you can. Why don't you read the dictionary? I was going to say. Okay, so that would be like saying, okay, do we do math in English class? Huh? Do we do math in English class? Well, you got to read what page number you're on. This turn, is... turn to page chapter five. Okay, page you don't. The answer is no. That's don't actually do math in English class. That's a so good I would not lose my ability to tell what dollars amounts I have on Call of Duty. I'd be able to see my two million dollars in my bank account, motherfucker. Sidebar though, like does do like the numbers zero through nine, like the regular numerical system, whatever. Does that fall under the Roman alphabet or whatever alphabet we no, use? No, those are eyes, bro. It's called Roman numerals. No. Oh, yeah, no, nah, you need to keep that literacy, bro. <laughs> you need it. Roman numerals, bro. I's and V's. That's all you need. And X's. X's. And M's. And, M's. and C's. Yeah, I would, if yeah. I made this deal in Roman times, <laughs> it'd actually be a better deal in Roman times, actually. You I think know? it'd be a worse but deal. But I am, I am, I am de- $2 million dollars in Roman times? Dollars weren't invented yet back You're then. You're an idiot. <laughs> Obviously, no, I'm <laughs> the equivalent. You'd only have like two more years to live. Yeah. Straight up, yeah. In that case, yeah. If I if yeah, you're at the top of the life expectancy, you're like, yeah, let me do that. Yeah. Kids are already eighteen. Dude, I'm taking the money. Y'all are crazy. I'm taking the money. Um you are the dumb dumb. Dude, I'm already the dumb dumb. Might as well be rich. Yeah, these fucking hieroglyphics as it is. That's pretty Brad, tough. Uh, Brooks yeah. is looking at our dry erase board that I Jeez. wrote out. Dude, it's not a fine point um, dry erase marker, oh, bro. Oh, these are all lyrics, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're working on a um, a theme song. By we, I mean me. Get ready to be blessed, everybody. Um, okay, so let's get to my opening question. You spelled because wrong. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the E on the end. <laughs> I was in a hurry, bro. I did this in like 20 minutes. You spelled idiots wrong because you're an idiot. I did. I forgot the other I. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm hold just, on to that. Yeah, I'm, hold, hold on to your literacy. The little bit of literacy you do got. Well, no, obviously I don't need it. I'm I'm doing fine. <laughs> I can read what I wrote. <laughs> not, not for two million dollars. <laughs> That's fine. You guys can come up with it. Um. All right. So the question today is: Would you rather have? <laughs> A uh, nipple-sized penis or <laughs> penis-sized nipples? Okay, uh, penis-sized <laughs> nipples. So, <laughs> so in this case, wouldn't your penis just be like a nothing at all? Well, Are you talking about like cold, I already have a nipple-sized penis? Yeah, cold outside, then it's bigger. True, then it's like the opposite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. I don't, I'm rarely taking my dick out in the cold, though, so I'm not going to factor that into my decision. But I, that's that's a lose, this lose is, situation. This is a good one. Uh, yeah, define good. Um, or 
dick-sized nipples. Yep. Hmm. I think a hard part of this question is, show her or grow her? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I do not want growers for nipples. I mean showers. I don't want showers for nipples. Yeah. No. That would be a rough life. You'd look like some kind of weird elephant. But your nipples, <laughs> your nipples don't. Oh, I guess if it's cold outside, they do get hard. Yeah, that's what Brad just said. Yeah. I don't know. This is a lose-lose question. I'd probably go dick-sized nipples, just tape them down. <laughs> <laughs> because that way, I mean, at least like, you know, that's real quick. You don't have to explain it to any women to be like, yeah. you don't have to explain <laughs> dick-sized nipples. No, leave your, leave your shirt you on, tape them down. About when you, you, when you to go to lay with a woman and she's like, why do you have three dicks right now? <laughs> it's a better conversation than why do you have three nipples and no dick. <laughs> well, I would assume that the nipple-sized penis can get bigger. When I mean, yeah, from like, from like two millimeters to like three millimeters. Like, I guess it depends on Dude, the nipple, but it, it'll my nipples are that big. at 100 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Motion of the ocean, Bradley. Yeah, I guess so. But nah, I'm sticking by my, my decision. You want the dick-sized nipples. Yeah. That way I keep my regular, my penis. I'm not, I don't want a little nipple penis. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no matter what, this is a lose-lose situation. I feel dumber for answering this question. Yeah? Yeah. Good. That's what I aim to do. Yeah. Would you wear a bra? I just tape them down. Some athletic tape or something. Shit, some of that KT tape? you know? Okay. Like... Well, let me... Okay, say that whatever you answer, this affects all of humanity. So now... All of us are stuck with this? All, whatever you answer is the world you live in. The regular, like, everybody has this now. Okay. So, so like, you're, so if, yeah, so if you had the nipple-sized penis, it wouldn't be weird to a female. She'd be like, oh, that's normal. I mean, that's Would fair. that change your, your answer at all? No. No? No, it wouldn't. If anything, then that makes me more cemented in my my answer because like still like so now you what are you working with you want everybody walking around with dick nipples dick nipples well then that'd be normal it would be that'd be normal with the penis and then you'd have a normal dick but like how are you going to do anything with a dick that's the size we'd figure it out yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes we we are resilient yeah in trying to figure out reproduction is hardwired in us well, yeah, hey. I'm not going. I don't want dipples. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely okay, okay, but is that solely based off of the addition that I just added in yeah. the question? Okay, what if it without that? Are you going dick nipples or are you going? Okay, so you're not affecting the whole world. What's your answer? It's um, only you. Then I want. Then I want my current penis. Okay, and you want dick nipples? Yeah, I want dipples. No more beaches. You can't go to the beach ever again. Well, yeah, you can. If it would be yeah. normal. No, I'm I'm telling you, like in the situation where it only affects yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Dick nipples, no more beach. Dude, you just wear you wear a rash guard. A rash guard is too tight, bro. It'll be there'll be an outline. It'll look like you're wearing a banana hammock on your chest, bro. <laughs> See, I don't ever plan on going to the beach anyway. So yeah, you're pretty white. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm keeping my current. But if it affects the whole world where you would not be an outcast with the nipple dick, you would do... Okay, okay. 
It's respectable. I get it. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm in sticking the same, by me just for I the sake I'm of in, not continuing this discussion. <laughs> I'm in the same exact boat as Brooks, I believe. If it's smart man, smart man. if it's the um, just affecting me, I'm going with keeping my regular PP shooter and uh, having some dick nipples. And then uh, affecting the world, I'm going. Hey, let's all have little little nubbins. <laughs> nubbins. <laughs> yeah, bro. Jesus. Little nubbins. Um, all right, that's what I got for us today, boys. On our opening mats, ridiculous questions. Thank God, that's it. <laughs> all right, what all else right. we got? Um, uh, I think up next we're gonna do our cameo. From George Pettit, the lead vocalist for Alexis on Fire. Love it. Love this band. Love this guy. Hey, Brooks. This is George of Alexis on Fire here. Uh, for the two weeks notice podcast, I understand you need a subject to discuss. And, uh, uh, I was just thinking, what is your horniest concert experience? It could be something you witnessed, it could be something you did, but I remember Alexis on Fire playing a show one time and there were two, there was an amorous couple in the front and they were, uh, they, they appeared to be, uh, engaged in coitus mid-concert so I was wondering if you had any experiences like that any sort of weird horny things you've seen at a concert have a good one gang see when the world opens up get that vaccine in you <laughs> I like that guy. All right. I like him much better than that Keith dude you brought on there the show. No crickets in this back in that background. Was he at a construction site though? He might have been. I think that's a lot of sudden listen to that recording. Yeah, dude, I yeah, like I that up. guy. I don't I don't typically like y'all's music style, but I'm gonna give them a try just because that guy's awesome. George is a shit. George has a dad bod and his shirt makes it maybe 30 seconds into the concert before he rips it off and throws it into the crowd. I like him even more. I respect that. Yeah. yeah. I really don't have an answer for this one, honestly. I'm like thinking about all the shows I've ever been to. I don't think there's ever been anything that crazy. Make other up a than, story, Bradley. Other than like the random aggressive couple who's just making out like in the front row and you're like, can you please stop? Like somebody's about to step on your head. Like... <laughs> And the ones who get, like, overly aggressive about it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the type of shit you bump into them, they'll turn around, like, shove you the fuck away and then go back to, like, tongue in their girl. I'm well, like, hmm. I have a question before we get into the our answers. What is an amorous couple? Is that, that's what he said, right? An yeah. amorous couple? What yeah. the hell is that? Like, real... Amorous is, like... Look at it up. It's a definition. I don't want the Bradley definition. Okay. I want... I want the Webster's definition. <laughs> <clears throat> well, let's see. Amorous. From the Showing, Greek. feeling, or relating to sexual desire. So. So they were just a touchy-feely so couple. So they was a horny couple. 
Yeah, okay. And they were fucking in the front row. Okay, yes. cool. So, yeah. So, I... I guess I haven't seen anybody actually engaging in sexual penetration at a show. But there have been countless times that I've been to warp tours and whatnot, and it's usually... True, well, good point. You know, Brooks was in a band. He went on tour. So I feel like you have, you got to have some stories about that, right? Yeah. So the music that we played was heavy shit. And generally, there wasn't a whole lot of fans, females, <laughs> um, in like the front where you can actually like really see. Yeah. There's most just big dudes punching and kicking each other. Yeah. True, good point. So you guys were like a mullet concert, business up front, females party in the back. Right. <laughs> well, no. Oh, so there just weren't females anywhere. Because you said there weren't many there females was... up front. I figured they were in the back. Oh, they, yeah, like not not backstage. Not, no. Just like, yeah, away from okay. the front of the, yeah. the thing. Because that's okay. where you're going to get your head walked on okay. and your nose broken. Cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I don't really have any from me playing shows where I got to see that. But um, at Warp Tours and stuff, man, you would always see... And it was usually, like, the punk. like I have a Warp Tour story, the, too. Like, literal, like, Liberty Spikes, like, yep. front row of Rancid. Like, great bands, but just... Super punk kids, and I remember just seeing Warp Tour was in a parking lot in July, so you oh, already yeah. felt like you were like cooking, and it was hot and sweaty. And Warp Tour has like a smell to it. Oh like, yeah, it smells like Monster Energy drinks and the back of a Payless shoe store. It smells like yes. armpit. It smells like armpit and cigarettes, really. Yeah, it. Warp Tour has a very distinct smell to it. And when you're there, you're amped up and you don't really, it doesn't bother you. But thinking back at it, it is kind of gross, yeah. I guess. But it was always like around those punk bands and the punk areas that you would get these super sweaty like people. And I just remember seeing these people like hands down each other's pants. <laughs> And you just know that it's sweaty and stank oh. nasty. And then they're they're going around there high fiving people. Yeah, I was gonna say like they're not afterwards. washing their hands. So it was very like I think the fifth fist bump probably should have been enacted in my life long before I started working <laughs> where where we work. Because thinking back it was just like you could not trust anybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, work towards just it's scary, man. Like you never know what you're gonna get. There was a lot of that. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly though, if you're doing that type of shit, you're also the type who like would just do it in the front row at a certain band, whether they like them or not, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think that, I think well, that I probably d- happened a lot of times. <laughs> they probably did it on Porter Potty. I don't think that the band, how much you like the band determines whether or not you're going to at the concert. I think it does because if you're going to Warped Tour already, you want to see certain bands and like some bands like, you might oh, want I love to this band. I'm going to have sex during their Or Or set. not. Or That's the opposite. <laughs> what did you go to Warped Tour for? 
It's the only way I can have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite band was playing. I was trying to fuck during Ruby Soho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think the band... I think, actually, if it's a worse band, I'm more likely... If someone was like, hey, you have to fuck during a concert in front of everybody, do you want to do it for your favorite band or a band you don't really like? I want to pay attention to my favorite band. That's what I, yeah, that's what I was saying. Okay, okay, yeah. gotcha. I, th- I thought it was reverse. No, no. I was Yeah, that's what I meant is they're like, you know, they'll be the type to go, you know, front row of a band that they don't give a fuck about. And then they're like, oh, like, let's just... Okay. And be disrespectful to this band. And I then, think that might be the ultimate sign of respect. I don't know. I feel like that'd be distracting to have to perform and that being going on in the front row. Because if I was a musician and I just see that going on, I'd just stop and I'd be like, y'all see this? <laughs> Join in. <laughs> I'd be like, if y'all don't want to stop, cool, but I'm just making sure that everybody sees what's going on. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So I feel like I have a, a fairly good story. Okay. It's not. All right. So uh, the question was uh, horniest concert moment for you. Okay. Well, so we have alluded to it. I was raised pretty religious, as you guys know, yes. uh, viewers, as you probably have listeners as you are dedicated following yeah um well i went to i had a friend believe it or not who uh invited he had an extra ticket to warp tour we were in like middle school he was like yo come to come to warp tour and my cousin was in one of the local bands on the local stage uh he played in a band called tokyo a few years back more than a few years back um so I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I can see my cousin play. Um, Family Force 5 was at this Warped Tour. Um, I'm a love at it. Yeah, yeah. So I was a big Family Force 5 fan because, yeah. you know, they were a, uh, a cult Christian, approved a uh, <laughs> band that wasn't, like, Casting Crown. So I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Um, casting Crowns, that's the super religious band, right? Yep. I'm remembering that. There's a Casting Crows. So crows or crowns? Counting crows. Crow. That's I, I. That's what I get confused yeah. by, right? Because counting crows is not a Christian. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. That's what I get confused okay. by. So that, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. I got gotcha. you. That. Yeah. That, I was. I. I was worried that I was saying the wrong one. Okay. Um, I'm glad that you also were confused <laughs> with the same band. Um, so I'm at this warp tour. I'm in middle school. I think I'm in like seventh grade. Okay, and it's in the summer, so I'm going into eighth grade. Um. Super religious, okay? I'm there for Family Force 5 and my cousin, okay? Yeah. I've lived a pretty sheltered life. Public school is where I see the most, like, sinful shit. And I'm just like, what? What? And that's in public school. Now I'm at Warped Tour where, like you said, there's people finger banging (laughs) in the gravel parking lot. Yeah. And shit. So I'm, like, kind of shell-shocked, right? But I'm, I'm kind of like a, a racehorse. I got my blinders on. I'm just kind of <laughs> going to the exact things. All right. So first off, they have like pop-up like things. Um, like they have a monster energy drink section. They have like a Red Bull section. They had a luchador fighting ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one section. Yeah. So like we would go, we were just walking around like seeing shit, right? Um, going in between different bands. Now, my friend, he liked some of the other bands, so, like, I was going and seeing some of the other stuff Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So, first off, we go 
to first like memory is we go to the monster energy drink section and I've had like one energy drink my entire life at this point. <laughs> oh boy. Like m- my family was like, all right, I, he had one surge at Chuck E. Cheese one time <laughs> and it was chaos. So it was like no energy drinks for this kid. They like told me it was poison. I believed them, whatever. So you had heart palpitations in a yeah. parking lot in the 85 degree heat. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, uh, 85. It, it was 85 like, it's, would have been no, shit. that's not, well, it's like 95. 99 degrees. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were talking early, like, you know, starts at 11 might be a little bit cooler. Marginally. Uh, no, I remember yeah. every year just feeling like I'm dying. Yes. The heat off the asphalt. Oh, All I right. Know. So I'm in like middle school and I have zero money. But they're giving out free beverages. True, yes. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. you could get a, a beverage, you get a monster energy drink and a condom within <laughs> ten feet of each other. Yes, all for free. That's yeah. that's where this story is headed. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I'm shell shocked, got my blinders on, but I am dying by this melting sun. Okay, yeah. so I go to this monster energy drink section. Which is probably the last thing you want when you're dehydrated. Correct. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, I need a monster stat. One, I've been told these monster energy drinks are, their logo is the mark of the beast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, fuck it. I don't care. I need something. I'm about to melt. I'm going to die. So I get this monster energy drink. I feel a little bit better. They have the monster energy drink girls walking around. Ooh. She comes up and starts talking to me, obviously trying to get me to, like, get more stuff and whatever. I am, like, pretty girl talking to me, short skirt. Ultra impressionable. I'm, like, I'll pretty much do whatever you want just to get out of here because this is sinful. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you were scared. I was scared. I thought thought this was going the opposite. No, no, no. no, no. He was like, I was like, why are my pants getting tighter? (laughs) Hey, boss. We got some work to do. I crouch walked out of there (laughs) like I was trying to plant the bomb at B. (laughs) So I get out of the monster energy drink section. I'm like two monsters deep. Oh, God. Jesus. Dude, I was dying. I had no money. My parents didn't know I was going to this. They thought I was just going to a friend's house. So, like, they sent me with no money. I have zero money. Only thing I got is Monster Energy Drink. No food in my stomach. Okay? So, I leave the Monster Energy Drink section. We go see my cousin's band. They play. So, it's all good, whatever. Then, afterwards, we leave. At the end of my cousin's show, they threw condoms everywhere. (laughs) I had no clue what a condom was. Mm. This is how sheltered I am. Yeah. Okay. Also, he said he went in the summer after the seventh grade. Yes. That's, that's I'm very young. So I'm you're what, 12? Uh, I think that's 13. 13 or 12 still? That's yeah. pretty young. I think the first time I went was maybe this summer after the eighth grade. Or maybe that time. But yeah. anyways, very young. I, I don't think that's too young to know what a condom is. Too young to be getting a condom shower, though. I mean, a, a group, they were in the package. Well, obviously. <laughs> All of these used condoms were thrown out and rained upon Not to hijack real quick. Now you just reminded me because I've been to so many of these shows and I was either high or just dehydrated that I don't remember a lot of them. But I remember so many condom balloons floating, floating around yeah, all dude. the time. Yeah. Every single time. I think I've been four, five, six 
different warp yeah. tours. I think at least five. But every year, you yeah. see a condom balloon floating yeah. around during a set. Well, at this warp tour is when I found out what a condom was because I was like, eventually, I was just like, all right, I gotta ask my friend what the hell these. <laughs> What are these funny-shaped balloons? They're like, they're gloves, And what are bro. these things they're throwing at us? He was like, those are the condoms that they just threw at us. They go on your pee-pee so you don't get a girl pregnant. I was like, what? They what do you mean get them pregnant? <laughs> don't they just have buttholes? I still thought they just had buttholes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I learned in fifth grade uh, that they didn't have a vagina. Um, callback for call long-time back listeners. Four. <laughs> um, anyways... So we leave that. I have a condom in my wallet now <laughs> that has zero money in it. I like I like the mental of like your cousin or whoever being like, you put it in your wallet, man. That's where it goes. Well, he didn't talk to me. His band just threw him out. They were doing their band stuff. He was probably, this was the glory days for him. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he came and talked to me after the show. They went and did like, oh, we played at Warped Tour. Yeah. You know. Um, so they have a Vans pop up there where you yeah. can buy Vans. I'm walking past it, and at this point, I have a killer headache. I am just wanting to see Family Force 5. I have been pumped full of Monster Energy drink. I just found out what a condom is. And I'm walking past this van's pop-up tent, and this cute girl who was probably in high school or whatever, she was like, hey, man, you want some vans? And I was like, no, I'm good. And she's like, come on, man. If you buy these, you'll get laid. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? I just got this fresh condom. (laughs) And I'm looking to break that. I'm a couple (laughs) monster energy drinks deep. And you're really cute. That's what I'm thinking. So then I go over to her and she starts talking to me. And I realize I'm terrified of females. And And you still have no money. I have zero money and the guilt and shame of being horny for a girl <laughs> is just starting to pounce on me. My Bust headache's getting worse. And at this point, I just go, fuck it. I don't got any money. I hightail it away from her. <laughs> I call my parents and I'm like, you got to come pick me up. I'm at Warped Tour. I have the worst <laughs> headache of my life and I'm pretty sure I'm going to hell. <laughs> So they come, they pick me up, and they actually weren't too upset. They weren't. They, I think they realized, like, oh, this guy, this guy wants to die right now. <laughs> this is probably the best thing for him. So that was my horniest moment at a concert. Probably my, my original horny moment. <laughs> you were literally a horny. Yes. I was the horny moment. Oh, my. I wasn't needed, witnessing one. He needed it was a like, It was like a slow progression from, like, all right, run away from the monster girl. They're throwing condoms at me. And then now this girl's like, you will get laid if you buy these. Damn. Yeah. That was my Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I loved Van's Warped Tour. I loved it. I saw Eminem. Eminem. What? Wow. Was on the Van's Warped Tour. That's insane. I saw Katie How Perry. How old are you? Katy Perry was on the I think I think Katy Perry was at one of the ones I went to. Yeah. Are you guys a hundred? No. They no. seem way too big to ever be at a warp tour. You are older That's than my me. lifestyle. My lifestyle. My lifespan. Yours your life really didn't even start until yeah. you were like twenty. Yeah, well I just told you when my life started. That was yeah. <laughs> that was when it, the blinders were taken off at warp tour. Reborn. <laughs> yeah, man. It's crazy, man. 
there was a lot of good a lot of good bands that played that back in the day. I've seen, yeah, I've seen a uh, whole hell of a lot, obviously, but about every single band that I like played Warped Tour at one point or another. Okay. I didn't see Family Force 5. <laughs> <laughs> I I talked to them at their booth before the show. They had like a little booth and they were oh, on like their side of the Yeah. They were like the original K-pop band. Yeah. But not Korean. Yeah. I can't say I've ever listened. So. To what? Family Force 5? Yeah. Dude. Ooh. Love Addict? Nope. You don't know nothing about it? Drop that eight away. Shake it like an earthquake. No, I don't know. Come on, man. Dude, lame. You need to diversify. Yeah. I'm pretty sure one of our listeners, shout out Jeff Moore, <laughs> um, I'm, he's got to know what uh, about Family Force 5. So he might be able to relate to this. He might still listen to them. I don't think so. No. He kind of broke bad like me too. Oh, did he? He broke bad first. Oh. Yeah. You fucking rebel. Yeah. Anyways, let's uh let's move on, boys. Unless you guys got any more um things for George, I do not. I think I definitely had the best story. I think so. Yeah, what a great Here's story. Definitely teller. the most personalized. Yes, you had an erection at work. Tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a raging one. A raging erection. Yeah, dude, my nipple penis was fucking. That's why you had a headache. There wasn't enough blood. There was to yeah, your brain. <laughs> probably. Oh yeah. So yes. thank you to George Pettit. Yeah, George, I love you, man. Shout out, George. I love that band. Love I'm on fire. Check him out. Yeah, I'm gonna check him out because he seems like a cool guy. I'm not guaranteeing I like their music. You definitely won't like their music, Brad. I don't know. I like that like one uh, band. The um, I kind of liked them. The Dance Gavin Dance. Dance Gavin Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they like that? Are they um, heavier? They're heavier. Right? Yeah, they're heavier. Um, have you ever have you ever heard um, City and Color? No. Dallas Green? No. He's in Alexis on fire. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Dallas I thought it was Green, a different group. And he started a side project called City in Color. Okay. And uh, it's all acoustic stuff, so you might you might like that. Gotcha. But, well, I'm going to try him out because he seemed cool. So, obviously, he is fucking rad. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, boys, let's do some uh, relationship advice. Ooh. The world needs us, Brooks. I'm usually Bradley. Are you ready to help? Yeah, got it right here. Set me up. Shout out Reddit slash R slash relationship advice again. Um, here to help. Don't promote on Reddit, all right? Don't. Can't self promote. All right. This, guy. this one. Kick it off. Sorry, it's almost 1 a.m. and I'm on my mobile, so I sacrifice formatting. Hope the message still gets across. So my friend came to me the other day asking for advice. He said his wife is strongly considering divorce. I said, what? Why? After 23 years? He said they took a DNA test as part of their family history research, and they discovered that they are sixth cousins. They share a single common grandparent. This caused his wife to get freaked out over the thought that she's had three kids with her cousin. When they found out, she ran to the bathroom and started throwing up. Kept screaming, kept screaming how her whole life has been a lie, how she can't understand how she could have been so stupid. He said he's tried many times to talk her out of this, saying it doesn't really matter because they are so far removed. Generally, they are not related. He is so regretful that he even took the test and really wished things were back to normal. But the damage is done. The Pandora's box is open and it's all she can think about. Her parents have tried talking to her friends or siblings or co-workers and all say the same thing, that it's not that big of a deal. But she is focused on how it's disgusting that she has not only slept with her cousin, but how she actually married and has kids with him. How it's not just a common idiot hill. How how she is not just a common idiot hillbilly. <laughs> um, okay, I said to my friend, "Wow, that really sucks." But what do you want me to do? What do you think I could possibly say that could help? He asked me what 
I think he should do, and if possible, if I could talk with her. Seems I've always provided solutions to help him solve many of their marital problems. He also said she always listens to me. I told him, give me a few days to think about it. This request has been keeping me up for several nights. I don't know what or how to even approach this, so I'm looking to you, Reddit. What can I say? We're here for you. Okay, yes, we are here for you. This is what we are here for. What we do. This is fresh. This is 10 hours old, right? We went total opposite of last <laughs> last week. Uh, yeah, ten hours old. Yeah, fresh. Good, good. Okay, so shout out to Smoke Water on Reddit. Smoke, smoke water. underscore water. Right. Okay. Well, first of all, let me preface this by saying, um, bro, you obviously don't give the best advice because you're asking us for advice. That's true. That's a good point. So I would. I want you to hashtag us. In this advice when you bring it to her. True. But, um, so six cousins. That doesn't seem that bad. That doesn't seem that bad. That's not. I literally, I, I cheated. I read the top comment a little bit. But, um, literal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. whoa Original whoa. thoughts only, bro. It's, it's you not. Can put that in later. I'm not reading the comment. I'm just reading these facts that he's stating is that if you're, if you're six cousins or whatever, that means you're. Most recent relative is seven generations back, and that at that point, fifth cousin, fifth cousins only share 005 percent of their DNA on average. Yes. So it's more of a title thing that yeah, really yeah. hung up on. Here. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. She's tripping, honestly. I think she's fucking the guy who's giving the, the advice, and she just wants out. What? Yeah, I don't dude, think so. That's what it is. I figured it out. That's a hot take. That is a hot take. That's too hot of a take for you're me right, to co-sign. Right. I just wanted to say that. So three kids. She wants out. And she she wants out, I think. And this is her. This is her. All right, I'm taking this. Is, I'm running with it. It really just seems like somebody who doesn't understand, like, the difference in cousin number, if that makes any sense at all. Like, six cousins means you're effectively not related. Yeah. Like, because like they even say like what's it in most states like your first cousin is like whoa, you know whoa, nah. I, I'm not I'm not saying I agree with it well, no, 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 no. In certain I'm pretty states, sure it's a third cousin I've heard first in some but maybe I'm wrong yeah West Virginia it, it's not something that I'm looking up actively but yeah I mean like six cousins that's fucking nothing like yeah that's pretty yeah. weird I I will say that it is pretty crazy that like what are the odds that you find somebody. That is even related to you at all. I would at any point. Yeah, I would have spun it the complete opposite. Like, a does dick. it say where they are? Like, what state or anything? Nah, there? it doesn't. It doesn't. But like, I wonder if it's like a small town. Up, you know. My thing is like, even at like, I feel like at the wedding, somebody would have maybe put the pieces together. Like, I don't know. Like, my family, we talk about like, like old generations yeah. a lot. Like, we're always going through pictures when we go to my grandparents and stuff. Right, and. So, like, we talk about, like, our family tree a lot. So, yeah. like, this would have been figured out pretty quickly. Some people don't know, though. You know, I we're adopted I... or something like that. Also, real quick before you talk, Brooks, I don't know about your guys, but my parents were born in the late 1950s, early 1960s. Their parents were born in, like, you know, the 1920s, 1930s. That's two generations. Yeah. You know, you go back six Wait, or seven. That's two. That's. 
Yeah, that seems like a lot. Exactly. Maybe an hour, wouldn't it? Yeah, so you're going back six or seven generations. You're that's talking crazy. about in like the 18 or 1700s. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, like how are you going to – I don't know if I'd even trust that. How are, you gonna, <laughs> how are you going to beat yourself up for that for yeah. one? Like I'd just be like, ha-ha, Dan, that's wild. Yes, I would – actually, that's a great point. I would definitely probably bring up the the length of time Yeah. it yeah. takes to get to your seventh cousin yeah and it's like she's over here freaking out thinking like like oh i'm the same as some hillbilly redneck hick like calm down yeah yeah as a dude i just would have been like oh we were actually closer than we thought all along uh-huh. <laughs> yeah like i would make jokes about it yeah i would for sure Come apparently kiss my cousin yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're kissing cousins now <laughs> we're more yeah. than that actually now for every wedding that I'm ever invited to now, I'm going to buy do them some a DNA research. test. I'm going to do some research Hope beforehand, yeah. and then at the wedding after the fuck house, them up. I'm yeah. gonna be like, yeah. By the way, you Your guys, 18th cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like an actual like picture of like a family tree with all the lines and shit, and how many branches they had to even go off to yeah. get to them. Like, bro, you are going to the sapling yeah, part of the tree. Exactly. <laughs> like it is. It was a. A brand new tree. Yeah. I think this is like, what, two generations removed from Adam and Eve, probably? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, God, like, that's uh, overreaction for sure. But at the same time, what do you say to this woman? Because obviously nothing's working if she's still, you know, contemplating divorce or something. Be like, well, I what good what else, is it? I wonder what other issues they've had that this guy has had to give advice on. Because, yeah. Like what? <laughs> like, what does she get? Crazy Very problem. dramatic. If yeah. this is why is this an identity yeah. breaker? You know right. what I mean. Well, also you have three kids. The damage is done. Yeah, girl. it's the ship has sailed. Yeah, you, that's what I'm saying. I think she wants out, and this is her thing. This is her way out be. without seeing seeming like a bad person. I don't. I don't trying think, to seem like a bad. person. I don't really think so. I mean, but then he, yeah, they did say other issues in the past. It really just seems like this woman's got some stability issues, and she found something yeah. to. Latcher and stability on. As far as this guy's concerned, I think your advice would have to be like, like what Brad was saying, just point out how far removed it is. Yeah, like physically then, show you, and then just tell her to get over it. Or it, yeah, and good point too. He's saying that they they found a common grandparent, so they know the time period. Yeah. Like, so I'd be like, yeah, like this is literally 1730 or something like this. You know, yeah. like before fucking America type of shit. Yeah. So I think you you. Point that out, and then if she's still freaking out, then I think it's some kind of deeper thing. I'd be like, yeah, like you what need I'm to. thinking, I think it's she might be like just trying to find a way out and be like, yo, this gives me something to pretend like this is my this is my scapegoat. I can't be married to my cousin. That's disgusting. So I want a divorce, but really, she just wants a divorce because she likes the milkman or something like yeah. that. It's hard to, it's really hard to justify being like, yeah, uh, this isn't going to work because our great, 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 great grandma. Yeah. Is the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It really almost sounds like she's got like identity issues in the first place or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Definitely needs to talk to a fucking therapist, but I don't know. It could be the other way. And it sounds like if she listens to his advice, it she would also be open enough to be like, I just want out in general, or he would, the poster would know that she wants out in general. You know, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be like, listen, if you want out now, 
I'm not paying a bunch of money. If this yeah. is the deal breaker. The cousins? Yeah. yeah. Well, Your Honor, I went out because we're related. Well, how related? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> the comes out and is the like scroll. 10 feet long. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine that. Well, Your Honor, just starts rolling down yeah. the fucking floor. <laughs> Here's the census from fucking King Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I I don't think this is a problem. Like yeah. this is just she's making up the problem. Yes, this is not a problem. Yeah, there's yeah. some there's some instability going on in that woman or that relationship or both. Yeah, that this is just something else to cling on to. Yeah, I think call her bluff. Yeah, like you're not. This isn't that big of a deal. Stop freaking out unless you're just using this as some kind of excuse. Or maybe she's deflecting. Maybe she had a relationship with another cousin, and then it's just like blowing up in her. Oh head. yeah, that's that's you know, good. Early, early in her life, or something like that. You know, you don't know. You that's... don't know. Honestly, on relationship advice, if you ever go in there and like read it, there's frequently questions like this, ah. like about like, is it wrong to have feelings for my first cousin or something like that? Dude, you scroll through TikTok enough right now, you get people joking about their step. Siblings. Yeah, and that's dicey. I mean, but technically, you're not even related. Yeah, besides by marriage, but still, it's a title thing, I guess. Yeah, Crazy I would be stuff. pissed though. I would be pissed if if the step, like if you were what? dating, if you were dating someone, and then your parents got together because you guys were dating. Yeah, that's happened. I've read a couple on there that like it's that exact thing. Is that it's like you know. Uh, her mom was divorced and my dad was divorced and then we started dating and then they were like, oh. Yeah, yeah fuck that. Somebody's got to die. There can be only one marriage. <laughs> yeah, like, or either only one marriage or you have to do them both together, same day, same event. Be like, uh, yeah. And, and whoever has more guests. Whoever comes first wins. Whoever claps the loudest, they have like an applause meter. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> and then the other person has to pay for their wedding. Yeah. Loser pays. <laughs> loser, oh, loser that's pays. A, that's, a, that's a lose situation for the dad who's getting married to the stepmom because that's he's got to pay for the daughter's wedding. Yeah, the bride of the groom. <laughs> he's got to pay for the wedding. Man, that sucks. That's tough. And basically, it's like a royal rumble of weddings. Nobody is what we're describing. We paid for our wedding. Granted, we had a backyard wedding, and it was cool. It was dope. It's like a couple thousand dollars for the Is there a shotgun? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, my wedding was paid for. So that family lost out. <laughs> I, straight, I still forget that you were married before. Wow. Yeah. You've, you've come such a long way when I first met you when you got in the apprenticeship. You were yeah. a different person straight up. <laughs> yeah. Fourth cousins, it didn't work out. <laughs> no. You're like, maybe fifth. Keep going down the line. Six <laughs> poster. That's got to work. Six should be good. Uh, yeah, they paid for it. It wasn't a backyard. Oh, they paid, they paid for, paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> that was an expensive party. Jeez Louise. And there was no alcohol. It was so boring. Oh, my God. Yeah. Count me out. Yeah, no thanks. It was awful. You I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm just not going to get married. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. All right. So I, I think... I think we solved that one. Yeah, I think we that did. That one was a pretty easy one. That was actually. pretty simple. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to our snake draft. Ooh, okay. All right. So it. we did it a little different this week. Normally we give each other the 
the we come up with the idea like day of. We yeah. came up with this ahead of time so we could make an actual big board because we were all pretty disgruntled with ourselves. I was so upset. I was not. I had a good draft last time. And you I'll did have a good that. draft. For the record, I was going to go with um, no, no, New no. Girl and Shit's Creek in okay. mind. In, in retrospect. Okay, real so quick. So me and Brooke were quick. both really upset that we didn't say New Girl. So pissed. Okay, like, that okay. would've, that what's would've your revised draft then? What's I your revised sh- draft? Okay, I would have still gone Seinfeld 1. I okay. would have gone New Girl 1. You would have gone New Girl first round? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then and then the turnaround, I would have gone. Um, I, the Oh, yeah, because yeah, you got those two back-to-back. Yeah, the turnaround. So you would have gone New Girl. New Girl and Schitt's Creek. Okay. And I still would have had what we do in the shadows last. Okay, okay. I would have taken out um, uh, Frasier and put in Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. So, and then kept Modern Family. Yeah, so... For the record, mine would have been the same. I would have kept my The Office and... What else did I have? The Office, It's Always Sunny, and That 70s Show. I would have kept that. Yeah. Maybe change out That 70s Show for Parks and Rec if it was still on the board. But at the time, it I forgot been. it was on the board. It would have been. Yeah. At the time, I fully forgot that it was even yeah. a sitcom. Yeah. And that was my issue. And I can't believe I've been beating myself up for it ever yeah, since. Yeah, the New Girl one really upset me. But it's good to know that it wouldn't have made it back to me. I have yeah. lost zero sleep about this. So. I, was, I was pretty upset. <laughs> I legitimately thought about it for a little while. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, let's re-record. I actually called for a re-recording. He trailer. did. He did. Well, hey, you're... you're um, Objections have been noted. Thanks. We've talked about it too long already. Okay. okay. Well, we went ahead and we've known the topic since about yesterday. 24 hours. We've had about 24 hours to come up with our big board to try and prevent any regrets. Correct. Um, and our topic this week is stand-up comedians. Stand-up comedians. I, this is too much for me. I'm obsessed with stand-up comedy. Yeah. Um, so. I don't watch too much anymore, but back when I was like late teens early 20s that was like my favorite thing in the world yeah so i'm not up to date the most but i got i got my list gotcha i got my list yeah my thing is i love some like some i don't i want to say b-list comedians but they're not like as popular but i think they're better than the main guys out there right now they're more of like comic comics yeah um so like i've had my big board isn't so much my favorite comedians. It's a mix of guys I do really like and like guys that are really popular. I think I got four people on my board okay. and the rest I can pull off the top of my head. Okay. I am at the end. My two favorite comedians aren't even on my list. So oh. I'm going to, I'm going to drop you guys my two favorite comedians at the end. Okay. Um, and you guys got to check them out. They are hilarious. Okay. All right. All right, so draft order has been decided. It is decided. All right. And decided week, decided from this 100-yard dash thing, which I think we ought to do this going forward and just record all of us reacting to it because that was great. I love that. Okay, cool. Brad cool is going to go with first pick. I finally have something other than the last pick, and Matt has uh, the third pick. Whatever. I probably have the most advantage in this topic anyways. Yeah, I would say you probably do. He went to fun classes. He has studied for this. Yeah. It hasn't helped. <laughs> Bubbles. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, pretty easy first pick for me. I'm going to go Dave Chappelle. Oh, you fuck. Right off the board. That's low-hanging fruit. And yeah. honestly, like, I, it's not a bad – it's not even like a pandering choice. Like, dude, just fucking good. See – Like, yeah. his, his – all of his shit from front to back. Like, even his, like, new – 
COVID special shit that yeah, was out on that. Even that shit's good. Like, um, do you want to know where he was on my big board? Where he was? Yes. Um, I mean, sure. He was fourth on my big board. Really? Fourth on fourth. your big board. Uh, so you're not, you're not pandering at all then. I'm, I'm doing a mix of like guys that I think are – because like Dave Chappelle's a big name and he is funny. Yeah. I'm not trying to take that away. But I feel like he's, a, he's also a lot of hype too. He's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. But I think it's rightly deserved, but I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd say it's rightly deserved, and I think he's probably won on pretty, a lot of people's big board. Yeah. So, but on mine, he's for okay. I'm going to be very douchey about my this this draft. That's topic. fine. Go ahead. Be protective. I will let you guys know where those people are on my big board. Yeah. For all of y'all's picks. If you even pick guys that are on my big board. I went nine deep on my big board, and then I have my two extras. I got, I got three left on mine, I think. I think. Yeah. Okay. All okay. Right. So you were pretty pumped getting the number one pick. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was a good. That's a good pick. That yeah, is a solid pick. pick. That's a good pick. It's, you can't really argue. You can't that, argue so. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's one of the goats. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny guy. All right, Brooks. Um, so my first pick is going to be, and we actually kind of, when we were kind of talking about our draft, uh, talked about and mentioned them because it's very funny if, if you if you search a meme usually one of his little faces or something will pop up just as being funny now wait, wait, before you say this are you going with like your favorite comics are you going with like who you think is the best like you're trying to pick goats of comedy i think he's i would say he's a comedy goat he doesn't do as as much stand-up anymore yeah, but he um, he's still really funny, man. I think his stand-ups are very rewatchable, and that's Kevin Hart. Ah, yeah, that's yeah, good. I think Kevin Hart's very funny. Yeah, I think you can't go like that. Everybody goes, oh, he wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has a lot oh, of pineapples. Pineapples. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just know that's Kevin. Yeah, that's true. So, that's that's all, that's good. But he didn't even... know nibble having it. I didn't even I, like. I thought about it. I like glossed over them. Like I looked in like my Netflix, you know, rewatched or whatever, and I was like, "That's good." But like he didn't land on my board. But yeah, he's still one of my favorites. So. Yeah, it just wasn't on my board. La- it, dude, yeah. that is so funny. So, that is one of the best specials. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, he is. He was fifth on my big board. Fifth. Like, yeah, but once again, I'm. I think he's. He's up. He's probably most people's number one. Or two. Yeah, I would agree. Um. All back right, to back picks here. The back to backs. Yep, and but my one and two are still there. My one, two, and three are still there. Damn. So yeah. pretty excited. Uh, number one gonna be Bill Burr. He is. I had a feeling. I had a he feeling. is. Uh, he's just so angry. He yes, is like. He is, very angry. he is who I am as a person. Yeah, <laughs> like he's an angry individual. He's one of my like alter egos. He pulls no punches. Too. He doesn't. He does yeah. not apologize for yeah. no. Like he is just. He's good in everything. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him be bad in anything. He gets a lot of flack, and he's just unapologetic for being so, so blunt. Yeah, I love it. I, so, very funny. I respect that. So funny. Bill Burr, he's one of the guys I really like, and yeah. he's up there on the the goat list. So he's more new school though. So yeah, and he has so much content. Yeah, ton. He's he's got um, a pod. Yeah, he's uh he's always coming out with stuff. So like that's another like. With like Kevin Hart, 
Like, that's another thing with, like, him. Like, I respect. Yeah. He's like an actor now. He is always coming out with something. Yeah. He's always doing something. So, he like, has his own production company and, like, yeah. comedy. Yeah, so, like, with Kevin Hart, like, a lot of times people talk about him. They're like, oh, his stuff isn't as funny as it used to be. I'm like, well, no, duh, bro. He's coming out with stuff all the time. Yeah. Like, he's he's amazing. Yeah. When people get upset because they're, every new special isn't as funny as the last, like, yeah. you don't understand comedy. If you yeah. think it's always going to be as good as the last one. Yeah. Um, so I'm going Bill Burr with my 103 and the first pick of the second round. I'm going Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Really? Ricky Gervais, bro. Wow. He is He's hilarious. He is another one of those guys. It's just I don't know. tell you how it is. Yes, goes. dude. Oh, my goodness. He is hilarious, dude. Uh, uh, his jokes about Caitlyn Jenner, those are those are hilarious. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. You gotta laugh. I've never been able to stomach Ricky Gervais. Are you serious? I don't know if it's his voice or what. I just always, like, grate when in my he, ears. Dude, his jokes. When he hosted, I think it was the Oscars. or the And he was doing the Jeffrey Epstein jokes. Yes, dude. Uh, like, he was pulling no punches. Like, he was ragging on everyone. And it was awesome. It was very funny. And actually, I just saw a meme that was Ricky Gervais, and he was talking about um, same-sex marriage not being gay rights as much as it is um, equal rights. Like, a gay right would be if um, same-sex couples didn't have to pay taxes, you know, like the church. (laughs) Yeah. That's what, like, I love his, like, church jokes, his religion jokes. Like, dude, this he is hilarious yeah like he pulls no punches he's so cynical and dark i love it yeah very good good pick that's a solid pick would you guys have was he anywhere on y'all's board no he wasn't on my board but he is neither one of y'all's he is one of my guys that i like i'll stop and watch this yeah so so for my second pick i am i'm a huge like storyteller comic guy so my second pick is Aziz Ansari because his his stand-up specials are hilarious and it's like he's telling you a story like from beginning to end he's telling you a hilarious story yep I like it I love Aziz and I'm kind of glad you picked Aziz because he was on my board but he was like my break glass in case of emergency pick yeah I was scared to put him on my board because of uh, his Cancel him getting canceled. I don't think that there. I don't think that affects his position as a stand-up comedian. Okay. You know, you can still respect his shit. Yeah, yeah. We're not going for like how PC is your draft. Okay. I think and did he address that in like he addressed his right it. Now yeah, special, he did. Which yeah. is which Hilarious. is good. You yeah. haven't seen that one. I do so want to. Funny. Though. Yeah, he talks. He talks about um, being involved with like R. Kelly and like. <laughs> In his previous stanza, like being all about him, <laughs> and he's like, "Do you know what it feels like to have your name attached to that?" Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally have "Dangerously Delicious" on vinyl. Like, I, really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. it's really neat. See, like with Aziz, when he, I think he, his canceled thing, like I think he handled it well. I think he came back from it, and like I can, I still respect him. Yeah. Where like Louis C.K. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I tried, that watching, one's hard. I tried watching his new special that he came back from, and it was like he's making jokes about it. He's he doesn't seem very apologetic, right? 
And it's like, it's just, it was. It was less, plus it's like the context of their scandals. Like yeah. Aziz was like in something that somebody might have interpreted as pressure and somebody else might not have. But yeah, Louis right. CK is just being a fucking creep. Yeah. So like Aziz, like I'm cool with like Aziz. Like I think he came back from it. I think he handled it the right way. He seemed very apologetic. He yeah. did not mean to do anything. He seemed genuine. He seemed genuine. And he owned yeah. it. So, like, Aziz, I think, still, I would, I still watch his stuff where, like, Louis C.K., like, nah. like, I was fine with giving him a chance. I, I watched his new special. I bought it. So he got my money. But, like, he, it was after watching Aziz and how he handled his, yeah. and, like, he seemed very genuine, apologetic, where Louis, he did not seem genuine and apologetic. Yeah. And it was, like... I was trying to give you another chance and hoping that you it's were... hard to get over it. You were apologetic and, like, you seemed genuine, but you didn't. So, like, Louis is a good comedian, but, like, I just can't... I don't respect him anymore. Right. As a person. Right. So, it's... I, I don't... I can't put him on my board. Yeah. Right? Whereas Z's would be fine on my board. Yeah. But, all right. Back to you, Bradley. Back to me. I got back-to-back, back, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 Snake draft. All right. Both my picks are still there. My number two, I'm going John Mulaney. That's good. I yeah. love John Mulaney, man. I don't. Line. I don't think I've watched any stand-up special more than I've watched uh, New in Town. New in Town. That, oh yeah. my God, that's. What's his other one? Comeback Kid. Comeback Kid, yeah. and there's another one that's newer. I can't remember if I've seen it or not. I don't watch as much stand-up as I used to, but yeah, yeah Comeback Kid was also good. But it really just just New in Town, straight up, one of my favorite yeah. stand-up pieces ever. Is that the one? Does he do the bit about the jukebox in that one? Yeah. Dude, that's a funny <laughs> bit, dude. I, my favorite of that whole thing is where he's talking about going to going to the parties or whatever. And um, he's like, what did he say? He's, his friend talking about like he had all these pictures of like these people's personal pictures. And he's like, why did you take those? <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's so good. I love I Like perfect stand-up special in my yeah. opinion. I, he's very good. How do you feel about his whole – he just got out of rehab. Did he? Yeah. You didn't know he was in rehab? Actually, now that you say that, I think I have heard something about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, Nick Kroll and some of the other, like, those guys in that circle that he's kind of in. I know Nick Kroll was one of them. There's a couple other guys. Well, he was an SNL guy too, right? John he wrote, he yeah. wrote for SNL, I think. I don't think he did any – No, yeah. I think he was a writer, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, were they like, interventioned him. Really? Because he got – really deep into um, cocaine and alcohol That's during uh, COVID. Oh. And he, he like, dropped a ton of weight. Like, he was on, like, like it got to the point where they had the intervention, well, they have, have an intervention, and they were like, dude, you need to go to rehab. And he went to rehab, I think, for six months. No, six weeks. It was six weeks, I think. And, um, uh, but he got out, and uh, he did, right when he got out, he did, like, three shows in New York where he kind of talks about it and like the shows, uh, but in order to get into the show, the tickets sold out immediately. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, uh, in, once you walked into the show, they took your cell phone. If they did, if you didn't handle oh, one of those, cell phone, yeah. like they, you weren't getting in. Um, and, but like they talked about it some, like they had like reviews and stuff. And he, he talks about like the rehab stint and stuff. He's working on his new material, so I'm excited to hear that special from him because yeah, he's yeah. a great storyteller. Yeah, he is. He is really good. That's why I like the his story about the pictures or whatever, just because it was so long and so drawn out. And yeah. He's a very good storyteller. But 
Okay, that's John Mulaney, my number two. My number three, um, a little, it's not a deep cut, it's a deep cut because he hasn't put anything out in a long time, but I'm going Donald Glover. His oh, his old yeah, his funny. old weirdo special, and then he had a couple. I think he had two or three um, half hour Comedy Central presents specials, yeah. and I've always loved him. That's talk about a good storyteller. Yeah. He's a really good storyteller. Yeah, Donald Glover is funny. He's great. Yeah, he's great, and it's so funny too to go back and rewatch Weirdo. Was that it, Weirdo? Yeah, I think so. It's funny to go back and rewatch that because he like casually jokes about. You know, rapping like that's yeah. back when, like, as Childish Gambino, like he just put out like Cul-de-Sac, his mixtape, yeah. and then it's like after that he couldn't do comedy anymore because he blew up as a musician. Yeah, Camp Camp was Camp. a great yeah. album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also funny to watch him on Community because he plays just such this like space cadet dude, but yeah. he's so smart. Yeah, yeah. He's made he's like flipped one eighty like he from is a God's image to the world. Yeah, he can do it all. Yes. Really? And I think he played Lando in that. Yep. Yeah. Han and um, Han Solo. Yep. Wasn't he in Solo. like Star Trek or something too? I don't know about that. I don't know about Star Trek. He was in, he was in something like that. Uh, maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of is the Star Wars thing. I thought there was something else. But. I think he was in. What else was he in? That show Atlanta. Dude, oh, I yeah, love Atlanta. Atlanta. Awesome. Atlanta is so fucking. Dude, Atlanta could have been on a sitcom list. Is that considered a sitcom? Uh, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. Like a, is it a dramedy? It, yeah. Yeah, it well, is. It is kind of a line of both. But then it's yeah. like then it, in Atlanta they have the episodes like where they had like what was it the fake talk show or whatever. Dude, that is the funniest <laughs> fucking episode of like any show I've ever seen. When he, the he, he identifies as a white dude. Yeah, and he's like, he's <laughs> oh like, my, and he's gosh. like, I practice every day in the mirror, and then he's like, what IPAs do you have on tap? That is Bradley. I fucking lost it, dude. Uh, when he, he's uh, talking to the cop, he's like, sir, that was him. I saw him do it. <laughs> he doesn't even live here. <laughs> <laughs> the guy talking to the cops is like, bro, I called the cops. <laughs> he's wearing the jeans with the brown belt. <laughs> oh, dude. Man. That is one of the funniest episodes of any show. I think, yeah, that's that's definitely up there. Oh man, very funny. But oh, yeah, wow. Donald Glover, God's gift to the world. Really, I want I want him to go yeah, back to stand up. I want him to go back, but I respect it. Move on to bigger and better things. All right, Brooks. All right, so my last pick is one that really I feel like this pick is is special to me because. I didn't really get into him until I was a parent because then I could laugh and relate to I him. I think I know which one it is. But Jim Gaffigan? Yep. Oh, yes, yeah. dude. He's good. Jim he's so good. I love Jim Gaffigan. Hilarious. How did I not have him on my board? He's good. He, he doesn't talk so... about dicks enough. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he is good. He's you can, Anybody can watch him. Anybody yeah. can watch him. Dude, he's so funny. It's so funny, too, because you watch his stuff and it's like it's – He's got so much of it that you forget that he's like a, a completely clean comic. Yeah, like, yeah. It's wild. It's so funny. and It's usually hard to be a clean comic like that. It's really funny because like when I was when I was like a new dad, you know, he talks about like when your kid comes in your room in the middle of the night and he's like, uh, I'm scared. Can I sleep with you? And he's like, yes, of course you can come and piss in my bed yeah. all night long. <laughs> <And> like... <laughs> It is. He's just very funny, and it's clean. Like anybody can watch him. You can watch him with your kids in the room. He's very funny. He's really good. I I remember 
me and me and my buddy from high school because that's when we were doing a lot or watching a lot of stand-up comedy um there he had the one special i don't even remember what it's called i think we like bought it like the dvd of it or whatever it was um i don't remember what it's called either and that's gonna bother me but yeah that's that's a great pick and i'll save my honorable mentions until we're done all right so back to me yeah wrapping it up all right i'm excited about i'm getting all my my Three guys, which was a mix of like my favorite slash. I kind of figured we would all get our own. Really? People. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think that there. I figured you'd go in the. I weeds. mean, Dave Chappelle was one. I think that. I know I won. I would not have. He was my fourth. He so was fourth. he was my fourth. Um, Kevin Hart was my fifth. Um, so my third one, my third on the list, is uh, Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. Uh, okay, Jim Jeffries that one's a that's good, a good one. Yeah. So it scared you when I said Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I actually thought you were gonna pick one of my um, one of my like, favorites. favorites. Yeah. So Jim Jeffries, I actually Rachel already got me my Father's Day present, and it's tickets to Jim Jeffries in December. So nice. I'm pretty pumped. That's dope. Yeah, that I saw that on Venmo today or yesterday. I was yeah. requesting Haley for something, but yeah, yep. that's cool, man. Yeah, so I'm pretty pumped about that. His bits on um, uh, gun control are hilarious. Have you guys ever heard him? I have not heard him. I, I'm, I'm him. sure I have, but I don't recall right off top. And then his um, his uh, show, uh, what is the name of his show? It got canceled. It was on FX. Wow, I cannot. I'm blanking on the name of his show. I remember. I remember the show. I just don't remember what it was called. Yeah. Did he play? It was just called the Jim Jeffrey Show. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Um. But did he also play the? No, dog no, no. You're talking in... about the show on Comedy Central. He had like a sitcom. Oh, he did. Yeah, uh, Jim Jeffries Show FX. Did he play the dog? Legit, legit. legit. Yes, legit. dude, yeah. that was a really funny show. Um, and I don't know how it got canceled. I guess nobody watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he play the dog in that other comedy with? Oh, uh, the animated dog, right? No, it wasn't animated. Oh, with uh, the dude from, like, Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. I don't remember. I think he did. What did is he? that show called? That's exactly what I was thinking of, but what is that show called? Where he can talk to the dog? Yeah. I know what show you're talking about. I don't know if that was Jim Jeffries, though. I can't remember. Um, well, let's look it up. Yeah. All right, but... All right, so my team is Bill Burr, Ricky Gervais, and Jim Jeffries. Which I don't think I would get the fan vote here, but I love my team. I think uh, I think Brad might win, as far as as like, always. Yeah, I think Brad's had two solid uh, segments. I think he had some very good uh, good picks. They're very popular. John Mulaney's, the Dave Chappelle's, and then um, what was your other one? Uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, that Donald one's... Glover. That's a reach. That's, that's... a reach for me. Yeah. He only has one real special. Yeah, and I honestly didn't think it was that funny. Really, I did not I love think that his stand up was that funny. I love them. I but think maybe it's that I remember like all his. Um, I circled Comedy Central presents. Yeah, I circled back to Donald Glover as I was getting. So like he was already like I watched him in the community. I knew yeah. it, about his music. So then I came back to his stand up. I kind of I found his stand up before I found him as a musician. Okay, see that it might have because when made I me view his stand up different when I first started watching it was really just comedy central they had that was back when they you know played 30 minute stand-up specials all the time yeah he had like two or three and they were the funniest shit in the world at least to me but yeah again deep cut you don't yeah. really do comedy anymore so i get it yeah um but as for my 
Brooks, your team was Kevin Hart, Aziz Ansari, and Jim Gaffigan. Yours is a good team too. That's solid. I feel like both your teams would definitely beat mine for like popular vote. Yeah. But, well, hey, it's about the electoral vote, not the popular yeah. vote. <laughs> Uh, but all right, three comics you guys have to watch, and especially one of these dudes because he is the best storytelling comic. Like storytelling comedy is my favorite comedy, yeah. and this dude is the best storyteller. Birbiglia. Yes, Mike Birbiglia. Yeah, yeah he's really Mike good, Birbiglia bro. is yes. the best. He's oh my funny. gosh, dude, he's so my funny. he is my favorite comedian of. All time. He's, yeah. he's another one who I used to really, really like back in the day. He had like one or two specials that were like solid as hell. But I think he wasn't putting out a lot of stuff at that time. Dude, he is so good. Um, my my girlfriend's boyfriend is the one. <laughs> dude, that is the best storytelling comedy ever. Uh, his newest one where he's talking about being a dad now. It's, like, I just can't – it's all – Amazing. Like yeah. his is the newest one is called The New One. Yeah. It's it's so good, like being a new dad and stuff. And like how he talked about how he never wanted to be in a relationship, a marriage, <laughs> and he never wanted kids and now he's in a marriage and he has kids. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it he is I saw him at the Funny Bone, um, when he was working on um uh which one was it? Which stand up was it? I don't think it he didn't have it titled yet. Um Oh, thank God for uh, for jokes. That oh. one. Thank God for jokes. That's the one he was. I saw before it was out. Um, it. I actually think that's his worst special, but it's still great. Um, I love that guy. And then another dude y'all need to look up: Felipe Esparza. He won the last comic dude. standing. He is. It's probably the comedy that I laugh the most. Like. It's consistent laughter. It's so yeah. funny. He like jokes himself. He's very self-deprecating, but like in a way that everyone can relate in. It's so good. And then uh, Jimmy Carr. That one I know. Jimmy Carr. He's very. He's like one-liner guy. Yeah, but he's good though. One-liner like dark jokes. Yeah. Very. Like fuck your mom kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, he's oh, funny yeah, as shit. Dude. But I just like he deadpans everything. Yes, so fucking funny. Yeah. Felipe Esparza though, you guys gotta look him up. It cause I'm surprised you guys know Mike Birbiglia. I love Mike Birbiglia. I was I'm, Like I said, I was like raised on this shit. Like when okay. I was like in high school and shit, that's all I did was watch stand up comedy. Dude, Mike Birbiglia, I love him. So storytelling wise, I think he's the best. I don't know how he's not more popular. Yeah, I don't know either. It's funny you say that. I'd forgotten about him until right now. And then I'm like, yeah, I love that I think dude. it's just because he doesn't have, like, quick little catchphrases. Like, you know, yeah. like Kevin Hart and stuff. Like, they have those, like, those memorable bits little it's, like, bits, yeah. quick little things. Where his is more, like, long stories. So yeah. it's like, you can't really do little snippets. Yeah, I got you. But uh, I think that wraps up this episode. Right, boys? I don't know what else we got. That's it? I think that's it. Um, so we will be back... The next time. You're moving, right, Brad? Yep. I'm moving in two days. I'm going home. I'm packing. I'm packing tomorrow. I'm moving Saturday. i got to figure out life. So this probably won't be edited for a couple of days. It don't matter. It'll be up. It'll, it'll be, be up, up once it it's up. up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't get my honorable mentions, man. Fuck you guys. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Quick. Mitch, Mitch Hedberg. Uh, Mitch Hedberg, yep. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. 
Um, Greatest. Nick Swartzen. He had okay. one of the, he had a very funny special. Yeah, it was very he did. Funny, and it's very stupid humor. Yes. Like, always we always talk about looking at my watch. Yes. <laughs> and then um, and this one people either like him or hate him is Daniel Tosh. I just like him because he's True. an asshole. Yeah. And he like he's very blunt about. I, I like I liked his special before he had a show. Yeah. 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 I, we should do comics that we hate. That's a good one. Oh gosh, there's some comics that I absolutely hate. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. Future episodes. Ears. Yeah. Whatever. Ears Keep your eyes peeled on your podcast feed. Ears. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So big thank you for the cameo from George Pettit. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Shout out. That was awesome. Thank you. You were a lot more fun than Keith. Uh, so if you're gonna get a new listener from me. Thank you for that. And. I think that wraps it up, boys. Thanks for listening. Two weeks notice. Good night. Good night. Peace.